Welcome to episode 062, Healing the Feminine Genetic Lineage and Releasing Martyrdom. Welcome, I'm your host, Claire Obeyed. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Hey beautiful, welcome back to One Woke Mama. I'm really excited to share today's episode with you, which is a little ouchy for me, it's quite a big one to share but I think it will really resonate and I think it's a really important conversation to have with women and mothers. Before we dive in, just a couple of really important things to share. The best way for us to stay connected is for you to jump onto my website, claireobade.com, scroll on down to the black banner and subscribe to my weekly newsletter list. This is the best way for me to communicate what's going on in my work and in my business and to keep you in the loop. Coming up on September 12th is a workshop, a live event in Sydney. I'm super excited to finally be able to host a live event again. This is a three-hour journey with breathwork, somatic practices, meditation, and tapping, and it is called Soma It's Soul. Tickets are strictly capped to 10 to 12 people because of COVID regulations. So please jump onto my newsletter list or connect via Instagram. I'll be sharing more information about that over there and you can book in as soon as the tickets are released to ensure that you get your spot. I've also recently opened up my coaching schedule to facilitate 90-minute heal sessions. So these are perfect sessions for those of you who can't commit to one-on-one coaching with me over a longer-term period but really want to experience the healing modalities and the gifts and talents that I'm able to share with you and to support you in your growth and up-leveling and the transformation that you're ready to experience. These 90-minute sessions deep dive into breathwork, EFT, meditation and tapping and some somatic coaching as well. So if you want to find out more, please hit me up with an email, claire at claireobeyed.com or visit my website and you can find out more information there on this program, on my events, or any of the other offerings I've got at the moment, such as my breath medicine live stream classes, which are held every single fortnight and are such a beautiful, beautiful experience. So all that said and done, let's dive into today's episode. I have called this episode Healing the Feminine Genetic Lineage and Releasing Martyrdom because that is precisely what has been happening for me over the last couple of weeks. Some of you who have been listening for a while might remember that early on when I relaunched this podcast, I did an episode on the victim and martyr roles that we play out as women and mothers. And I released that because it's definitely something that is very, very relevant to me and my particular journey. So to give you a little bit of background, and I say all of this with so much compassion and with a lot of respect, I come from a family of women on both sides that very much are the epitome of 
the martyr. My Middle Eastern heritage just lends itself to women living a life of oppression and suppression and complete and utter sacrifice. These women are incredibly strong. These women are deeply loving, compassionate, nurturing women who gave their all to their children, to their domestic life, to their families, to their partners and followed the rules and played along as they were supposed to. And I, I noticed that I was saying are and were, so I'm kind of jumping between past tense and present tense because obviously my mother is still alive and I'm referencing her within all of this, but then of course I have grandmothers and great-grandmothers and beyond who are no longer alive but who I very much feel their presence in my life and in my story. Now what has come with these particular women and their story and the time and space and history that they were born and that they led their lives is a journey of suppression and oppression. They weren't given a lot of freedom, a lot of personal rights or autonomy or opportunity. And separate to that being incredibly sad, it's also a real testament to their inner strength and their ability to accept their lot and just get on with it. However, what is very, very apparent and obvious for me is that I have uh, beautifully taken the stories from these women of their strength, their deep compassion, their ability to nurture with their all, their incredible mothering skills and all of that goodness that comes from these women. I have and I've embodied and I'm so grateful for that. But I've also taken on and carried within my own genes, within my own DNA, within my own makeup, I've also taken on their story of oppression and suppression, their story of martyrdom, their story of giving themselves over to their experience of life, to the story that is laid out before them, to the rules, to the structure, to the lot that they have been handed. The problem for me with this is I now see it through my own journey of waking up as my responsibility to heal this within me and also to provide healing down the mother line so that I do not continue this story down through my daughter and beyond and also back up the mother line so that I can provide healing from the women that have come before me. That sounds really big and lofty. That sounds really big and huge because it kind of is. And it's not something that I was aware of five years ago or 10 years ago, but through motherhood has become very, very apparent and very obvious. And as of late, another layer of all of this has revealed itself as I found the martyr quality and essence within me becoming very, very amplified. Now, I am connected to myself enough to be able to hear words come out of my mouth and see behaviors that I'm doing in my daily experience and watch that and observe that and go, wow, Claire, look at you go. Look what's coming forward now, that comment that you just made to your husband or that behavior that just played out there. Can you see? Can you see that martyrdom playing out again? Can you see that there's something bubbling away underneath the surface 
there's a resentment building about your experience in motherhood right now. And there is a frustration that is driving all of this and an anger and a uh, disappointment. And I can see it all now. And what's really interesting and special for me when I witness this is to acknowledge that it's not a regression, that it's not a taking a step back, it's not a failing, it's not a, oh, wow, here I go again, I'm back in this mess again. But I now see it as the next layer that needs to be peeled back, the next corner within this shadow that wants to be lit up and brought into the limelight so that I may look at it and dissect it and pull it apart and hopefully replace it with something else, another way, another behavior, another sensibility and idea. So as I say this, it feels really ouchy in my heart. It feels really uncomfortable and tense and tight because it is so much a part of my body and my inner thought process and my genetic lineage that it's a big job. It's a big job and I ride the waves of this. Sometimes I feel like I have really come out the other side of this and I've started to break through some of the barriers of this story. But then other times it comes up again and that's what's been going on for me the last few weeks. I have sat in front of my mother and literally witnessed with my own eyes and comprehended it with my own consciousness the experience of martyrdom that she is so deeply within that was passed down to her and that was passed down to my grandmother and beyond. And I've often brought it to her attention. But now I see that it's not about my mother or the women before me, but it's about me. And it's actually my duty now to keep healing this because it is so deeply rooted in my family that it would actually break my heart knowing what I know now and knowing how it feels to carry this story it would actually break my heart if I passed this on without really giving it a good crack really giving the healing of this a good crack it would break my heart to sit in front of my daughter when she is 30 or 40 with her own children and hear her and witness her experience in the energy of martyrdom, knowing that I had a chance to do something about this. So let me get a little bit more practical with you. When this martyrdom energy shows up for me, there is always this really powerful undercurrent of um, resentment and frustration that this is the lot that I've been given. This is the life that I have and I just have to find a way to accept it, that I just have to find a way to surrender into it, that I have to uh, fully uh, hand myself over to all that motherhood is. And if I could do a good job in doing that, I would be able to forget about and suppress my own needs and my own desires and just fully surrender into the journey of motherhood. The challenge is I was raised in a time and in space with a very different idea of what a woman is and can be. And what I mean by that is unlike my grandmother or her mother or beyond, there are other options presented to me. 
I do have the ability to study and work and serve and be in the world in a way that the women before me weren't able to or not even given the option to consider. So the resentment and the frustration comes up because even though there is this strong patterning and story and genetic makeup that pushes me to fully surrender into motherhood and to lose myself into it, to lose my identity, there is this huge part of my consciousness that says, no, this is not what you want. This is not your story. This is not how your life is supposed to play out. So this push-pull of story and experience and feeling is constantly playing out within me. This feeling of I'm locked into this and there's no escape out of this. It's really heavy, guys. Like I'm, I'm telling this as calmly as I can, but it's really heavy stuff. You know, this base chakra stuff of there's no way out and I just have to accept this and there's no alternative clashing with my identity and my own modern day woman's story and my own desires and my own beliefs and wishes for myself and my future. So you can see how these, it's like just two bulls just locking horns and knocking up against each other. So there is this um, very low vibration and this dense feeling that comes with this genetic lineage, this feminine line. And it hurts, like it physically hurts my body. When I'm in this state, it moves through my pain body as one of my mentors has helped me understand. And I have been feeling a lot of physical pain in my body. Like literally my body is aching for most of the day for an unknown reason. And I can feel an ache in the back of my heart where my soul is housed. And I can feel the heaviness in my throat as I struggle and so instead of being able to voice my needs clearly or put myself first there is um, a harshness that comes through my tone of voice when I'm communicating with my children or my family and there is this bubbling of anger beneath so this experience for me has been really uncomfortable because I've had to really sit with what I want and I've had to really look at the areas of my life where I believe there to be no space and time for myself and actually ask myself if this is all true or this is just uh, something that I'm seeing through the lens of this genetic feminine lineage I hope that's making sense my perception isn't the reality my perception is skewed through the lens of this story that isn't mine but I've actually started to make it mine I've actually embedded it so deeply in my system that I've started to make it my story even though it wasn't my story so as you can imagine there's some really deep work to do here in uncovering all of this and bringing it up and out I'm using a lot of gentle breath work not deep powerful breath work here but gentle breath work and a lot of tapping just to actually feel into those stories and to actually clear them. And even just using tapping and meditation and visualization to bring my vibration into a different state that isn't so heavy and dark. And I know that as I say this, many of you might be resonating with this story. 
the martyrdom piece is not something unique to my family line. Women have been oppressed and suppressed and directed into the singular role of mother and nurturer and carer for thousands of years and had their power taken away from them for thousands of years. This is a story of the suppression of the matriarchy and the suppression of the feminine, the divine feminine. So it's no surprise to me that I am being called in my journey of embodying the feminine more to work on this, to heal this. And in a healing session that I had recently around this, a very clear message came through and that was from the women of my line who told me that I am not to emulate them. I am to heal what has been brought down the line for myself and in doing so I heal and release them, that that is their truest desire for me and that is what my daughter requires from me as well. When I was pregnant with Raph, I had a healing session with an incredible woman who oh, was just so beautiful and in the session she got really emotional and teary and said she could see all around me all of the women in my mother line surrounding me and supporting me and letting me know that they were holding me through this pregnancy and that I would be safe and that we would both be okay and come out healthy and happy. And although that image was really beautiful, it actually angered me at the time. And I remember saying to her, her name is Justine Peacock, by the way, I remember saying to Justine, I don't want them around me. I don't want their story. I don't want their experience. I don't want their energy. I actually feel to cut off from them. And now I look back and I realize that I was already on a very subtle level energetically um, aware that I was taking on this genetic feminine lineage story of martyrdom that just wasn't going to serve me. And at some point I knew that I had to cut away from that. So to be clear when I say cut away, it's not to reject their support, but to actually cut the cords, the negative cords of attachment that bind me to the stories that aren't mine, that bind me to the belief systems and patterning and the energetic wounding that is not going to serve me as Claire obeyed in the year 2020 in a completely different time and space where women need to uprise now, where women need to have their voices heard, where women are going to be the change makers and are the light workers in so, so many ways, where the divine feminine is rising back up again. I've got the image of Tafiti in Moana where she is this beautiful mountain just covered in her glory and rising up powerful and beautiful and deeply empathetic and intelligent and smart and bright and love-filled and spontaneous and in flow. So it's time for me and perhaps it's time for you too to let go of carrying everything, to find my identity again outside of motherhood, to remind myself that there's nothing to escape, that I'm not locked into anything, that motherhood is a joyful experience and it can be created and structured 
and formulated it in a way that supports all of us. You do you. It's kind of that vibe, isn't it? To remember that I always have alternatives, that there is always a way to live as myself in this world and satisfying my desires and be a mother and be the goddess of this home and be a deeply loving wife. It's about beginning the journey of honouring the woman that I am, not just the mother that I've become and rewriting the story of what motherhood means in my family line, in my genetic line. And this also relates to my father line as well, so the women through my father line. I had the most incredible conversation the other day with my father and he was telling me stories about his mother, Miriam. And his mother died when she was 13 and the stories that he shared with me, she just completely, completely embodies the energy of saint, of martyr. He told me stories of how she would sneak out in the middle of the night with a basket full of freshly made bread and olive oil. My, my father's family owned olive groves. And how she would leave them at the doorstep of poorer people. And nobody in my father's family knew that she did this until she died and thousands of Beggars and poor people came to her funeral because they had felt they'd lost an angel. And I hear these stories and I just think that is just so beautiful and so Mother Teresa-like and incredible and what a privilege to come from that woman to be part of her genetic lineage. But then I also started to question, well, how, how do I be deeply giving and compassionate like that without losing myself? I don't know her enough and I don't know how she did it. I don't know if she lost herself in her identity or if she was completely surrendered to being that kind of woman in the world, which is just so admirable and beautiful. But I hear these stories and I think, okay, so how do I take from these women in my line and bring down all of that goodness and all of that deep compassion and sacrifice and love but do so in a way that fits me and my journey and my mission and my story and feels good in my body. Because I have to tell you the truth, being completely full in motherhood, as in only ever uh, being in the role of mother and giving and giving and giving doesn't suit me. It doesn't suit me. There has to be me threaded throughout that. And I am a very independent, sometimes private person that needs her own uh, filling up in different private ways. So these are the thoughts that move through my mind and body as I explore my feminine genetics to the lineage that has made me so much of who I am and who I'm now aware of in terms of its lineage, that it's time to clear and cut and release the cords that no longer serve me, the cords of attachment that no longer serve me. So it's big stuff, right? It's a survival pattern running in my system, surviving motherhood, sapped of enjoyment, accepting your lot, getting through it, 
I don't want that story. I don't want motherhood to be like that. I want motherhood to continue to feed my soul because motherhood has been the greatest spiritual awakening for me and still is. That the work for me as a spiritual being in a human body and for growth and journeying towards the divine is via motherhood. But I no longer want it to be heavy and I no longer want it to feel exhausting and depleting and soul sapping as it has been feeling the last couple of weeks. I want it to feel full of freedom and peace and unity and love and joy. I am a goddess of light before I am a mother. I am a woman of this world before I am a mother. And now I'd like them all to thread together in a powerful, powerful way that allows me to propel further and deeper into my experience of life. And it is already having this conversation, already going through this experience. This is exactly what's happening. As I peel back the layers of martyrdom, as I peel back the layers of being suppressed and oppressed, I am already up-leveling and growing. So I leave this with you today with the idea that perhaps you can watch and witness and feel into those moments where martyrdom, which is not your story, which is a story passed down, is becoming your story. So feel into those moments. This is not my story, but I can see it becoming my story and I'm choosing differently. And how do we choose differently? Well, it has to be very conscious behavioral changes in addition to perhaps healing work, energetic healing work. So I leave you with that. What do you want your story to be? What healing needs to happen down your genetic feminine line? This is your duty for yourself first and foremost, for your child secondly, and for your past lineage of women. What a gift to provide, knowing that there is no time and space when we're talking about our energetic realm. And that is just like, ah, oh, that's the work. Okay, here it is. This is it. They have given me so much. Now it's time for me to give back. And in doing so, I ultimately heal, transmute and transform for myself. Isn't that just incredible? Thank you so much for tuning into One Woke Mama. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and to ensure that One Woke Mama lands in the hearts and the ears of those that need it most. If you can think of somebody who would gain value from this podcast, please consider sharing it and doing them a favor. You can find me at claireobade.com or over on Instagram under claireobade underscore. I'm just one mama on the path to woke and I hope you choose to wake up with me too.